So how was the battle and what happened next? Well, obviously I'm sitting here talking to you. So I didn't die. I, I survived and I lived through cardiac rehab and it's been eight years and I'm not dead. So that's awesome. But what did I do? What did, what had to happen for me to still be here? Well, a lot. And a lot of what I realized was, remember I mentioned that people that I love and care about wanted me to get better, but they didn't necessarily believe that I could, that I could do what I needed to do to change and make my life better. But I had a lot of really good incentive. I had two beautiful children. Geez, I think 19 and 16 at the time. And I knew that I needed to be there for them. So I started on a journey of figuring out what the heck was going to work for me. And I started creating a series of things. Remember I mentioned the card decks that I liked? Sorry, I'm off camera. And I, I started reading them. I started reading books. I started devouring um, teleseminars, they were called back then, you know, online interviews with experts in different areas and different modalities. And I began studying and learning and growing and figuring things out. And I started creating what I call flip books. I started creating these flip books and they're filled with writings and sayings and things that I learned as I was studying and trying to understand what the heck had happened to me. And I would create these flip books and I would look at them and I would read them and I would study them every day. I have, I have, dozens of these books that I created and as I got tired of one I would create a new one but I, they were just in my own handwriting things I'd learned important messages and things that I needed to to remind myself of as I was healing from this not only you know sudden cardiac arrest but just healing the whole rest of my life read a lot of Louise Hay and a lot of other books and just recently my son gave me this book called Dying to Be Me by Anita Morjani, and she's got a really interesting story. She had um, stage four cancer. She was in the hospital. Everything in her body was shutting down, and she had a near-death experience and was in a coma for a day, and then when she woke up, she miraculously healed from her cancer and is now a motivational speaker, and she's talking about her experience, her, her near-death experience, and what happened to her, and it is so far uncannily interesting and similar, I believe, I'm going to continue reading. I'm only about a little ways in because I read magnifying glass. Um, I'm just getting to something infinite and altogether fantastic, which is what she's talking about, the universe and her experience of dying. And I've never shared my experience with anyone, primarily because I didn't think anybody would want to hear it or would get it. And so I haven't shared that. But I think maybe after I read her book, I'll feel a little more comfortable sharing that with other people. But... All of these tools, all of the flip books, and I actually wrote my own book, which is a big giant flip book um, that I've used to, to heal my life and to get better so that I can now do what I want, when I want, where I want, with whomever I want, wearing whatever I want, mostly my robe and pajamas, because I love being free to work from home and help other people in ways that make me feel enlightened and delighted, actually. So that is my story. That is a quick, very quick, unemotional version of my story, which I will continue to practice telling. And can you continue to hopefully get more comfortable sharing the details of, um, because it's totally impacted and changed my life. I'm an entirely different person than the woman that had a sudden cardiac arrest in 2010. Light years different from stressed out, freaked out, running like a chicken with my head cut out to working from home in my pajamas and working from home in my robe. Now, you know, I get dressed and I go out and I interact with people. But if I'm home, I like to be comfortable 
And that means a lot of times that I work in my robe and work in my pajamas. And I do that intentionally to let people know that you have the freedom to decide and to choose what you want to do. You get to decide. You have the freedom to decide and choose whether you're going to show yourself to the world or not. Because the more you're showing yourself to the world, the more you're being who you really are, your authentic self, the happier you are. The more masks you wear, the more you're hiding, the more you're pretending to be somebody else, the more you're living other people's dreams. And I was doing all those things and all those people's expectations, other people's expectations, the more unhappy you are, the more miserable you are, the more you're setting yourself up for failure in all different areas and aspects of our life. And I've had to actually learn to remember to include all the different aspects of our life. And I actually have them written twice on my boards because I need that much of a reminder. And I, in addition, have a post-it note that I keep close by that reminds me we are not just physical beings. We are physical beings, mental beings, emotional beings, which is by far the most important, even though we as human beings don't know that. Spiritual beings, because that's even more important. Who we are, who we really are is the key to everything. And then there's financial relationships and contribution. All areas of our life need to be considered as we're creating the life that we want. So that's it. That's my little story for today. Go out, make it a fantastic day. And I will be back tomorrow with, I don't know what, it's going to be a surprise. Bye.